how do I connect with you as a full person without having to risk pain? Mm, yeah. It's like, let me just bowl you over and have the connection be so big in this area that I don't have to risk opening this other side of myself and still experience fullness, still yeah. experience <laughs> a feeling of complete connection without having to go to the spot where I could be hurt. Yes. And so I'm trying to get it without the risk. Yeah. The Big Hormone Enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self-pressed, 45 wing, 458 trifecta. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pressed, sexual, 9 with 1, 974 trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-pressed, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I am a self-pressed social 3, wing 4, with a if you like our podcast guys make sure you go like and subscribe on the apple podcast app and if you really like us you should definitely leave us a review i had this feeling of this idea of the the idea of separateness and i do think it's interesting it's like the language around the rejection types you know i can feel it in myself too so it's like everything i say about rejection types is true it just like feels more true for rejection types yeah, like yeah. you know, so it's the idea of that the type arising to protect vulnerability is true for all of us. The type structure and mm-hmm. the, the 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 relational dynamic, but it feels more true for the rejection types. This the elimination of vulnerability. Yeah, and there, this idea of transactional nature of relationships is true for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yet somehow it feels more true. <laughs> Like more obvious, like, and I think there is, all of us are feel separate. Like that's sort of the, we all walk around feeling that way. Mm. Um, Yet it feels more vivid and visceral for the rejection types. And I had this, I had this thought of the separate, like, it's almost like the separateness of the eight. It's like all these little molecules like down on earth, like in the body zone, like, all transacting dog eat dog, like every man for himself kind of feeling of separateness. And then for the two, it's like all these human molecules down on earth. And then they're like in the heart space or they think they're in the upper heart space kind of coming down Mm -hmm. to transact in a different way, like to bring something to all these human beings that are down on this earthly plane. And the five being in the thinking they're in the higher mind space and doing the same sort of. So I I, I guess I was thinking of wondering if there's a different kind of separateness quality to the eight, because it's least it's all like we're all separate in the same way Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. versus the two and the five. Well, you know, one thing is mentioned it before and it's obvious in the symbol it's just that eight has the lines to two and five and oh yeah five right. and two don't have that similar thing in other words eight's right in the center of rejection mm-hmm. so that's interesting as a i don't know 
maybe as the purest rejection type in a certain way. Right. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It's got the line to two and five, and five and two. They each only have one line to a rejection type. Um, but the, the separateness feels very different. Um, even just like watching Josh's interviews with Jesse and Niklas, you know, Jesse's interview felt like I was just pushed into a, a corner and in my mind, like my, I was just, there was just an intensity in the mind. Like you had to mm-hmm. take a break because it's like someone's drilling into your brain. <laughs> and Niklas just, it had a very different feel. I was, uh, if, I mean, maybe it affected me more because it was in the heart space and I was really getting the sort of negotiation in the heart, which is an area that, you know, I don't, feels very foreign to me, but I, maybe that's why it impacted me more, but because I was getting a really, really strong rejection hit, but from the heart center. And um, maybe it just feels more risky, feels more at stake there because of that. But yeah, they just feel very different. But each intent in their own ways. Another thought that I had is, because I was thinking about the intensity, the flavor of intensity of all three and how it is there. And then I was sort of thinking about if you're in relationship with what you think are human beings that have different sides and parts to them in the way that I don't as a rejection type. And I was was thinking about the possession and that sort of quality we're talking about. And I do think, again, this is something we all do, but it just feels more true with the rejection types, you know, the the boundary transgression that happens with each of them. Mm -hmm. And like, there's really, it's really hard to talk about it without using sexual language, but I, you know, just, it has this feeling of like, I know I was making up the story that the rejection types are like, I know that I'm not offering you the full thing, but if I like bowl you over with like how good this is, like if I just sweep you away and I like pour like the power of love or the drilling of the mind or the, like the intensity of being like an animal, you know, and all I, you'll forget that these other parts like are part of what makes like a full right. human being and part of what makes a full relationship. Yeah. And so it's like I'm on this mission to kind of make it so, you know, like you just can't help yourself but surrender to right. the terms on which I want to set this. Yeah. It's kind of like being a half a half person and you crank up that half to make a whole. Yeah. Something. To make up for it. Like yeah. It's like the eight's going to just turn up the volume on their personality. Like, I'm just going to enliven your experience so much that you forget that I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't have any heart in play here. Yeah. And so it's just, oh, I'm just jazzed by this, you know, super <laughs> activating force. And then five is just like, you know, if you're like watching Jesse's interview, it's like, it's incredible just how many, like, there's so many, like, specific insights that could lead to something else that are coming that you you can't (laughs) possibly digest them all so you're it's inevitable that you're going to be blown away right and even i felt that with the even niklas's interview is like man there's just so many heart daggers you know that are here that Mm. you couldn't possibly be able to process all this so you're gonna be in a state of being overwhelmed and even like you know my video sometimes is like 
holy shit, who said that, me? <laughs> you know, just like activating force. Um, I'm just, you're doubling down on that stuff to such a degree that it, there's no way anyone can reciprocate that. So you have to be blown away. Uh, and then you forget that I'm, I'm not really fully here <laughs> or available. Mm. Yeah, I'm brought back to what we were saying earlier about feeling like you reach a certain place with a rejection type and you're like, all right, now we're like going to be, we're going to meet, you know, like I don't need the offering. You don't need me to be the student or the receiver, whatever. Like, and it's like, you know, Oh, it goes right back into the thing, you know, like <laughs> right, with fives, right. it's like, um, all right, now we're being friends. We don't need to do the, the head blast. We can just, you know, right. it's like, Oh, actually here's a new way to head blast. Or, <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I can really see you need help with this. And it's like, wow, I I don't feel like the, there's a, a a relationship has been established. Yeah, like it's still this, but it's not even it's not even because it's so much head or so much heart or so much body. At least for my, for me, it's just because I can feel that negotiate that not negotiation, but that you know putting their hands on the dynamic and trying to shift it. And you're like, <laughs> all right, I only have so much like interest in fighting you right. making it go here because if you're making it go in this direction it says to me that you're like not that interested in the actual thing and mm. so i think that's what can happen on the receiving end of a reject with the rejection type because it's like i mean i i, I experienced this like and by the way like even though i'm a, like as a frustration type it's like I, it's not like i feel like a full person but right, right what i can feel from rejection type and i'll get this with my parents is like oh a little glimmer that the one directional thing is like lifted or something or that mm -hmm. there's some little air in in the habitual thing and you're like oh oh hello mother you know whatever and then it's like <laughs> boom yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah 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 boom uh right back to it and Lever. leverage yeah yeah the thing shifts and it's like <laughs> oh the person like the person i was trying to relate to isn't there anymore you know it's yeah. just it's just the the offering or whatever what we're using I mean, I think there is, too, for those of us who are in relationship with rejection types, I mean, there, it, it is like a tsunami, mm -hmm. you know, of, <laughs> and especially as an attachment type, it can feel like, I know what to do, actually, I know what this person wants, like, and it feels like I have to erase myself to play. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I can feel the terms. Mm. that's interesting mm -hmm. mm. yeah i was just talking about it from a frustration point of view and you're, yeah that's interesting wow yeah. man it's fucked up <laughs> <laughs> it's like what am i doing <laughs> why am i doing this <laughs> well i mean like like i've like a, like a lot of two like my like my mom's a two and i've i've worked with twos where i mean you can really feel the agenda of I don't understand why everyone just isn't like me. Mm -hmm. Like if, mm -hmm. if you would just sort of give into this power of love and selflessness and reciprocate, all would be well. In fact, all needs would be taken care of because I'll take care of your needs and you can take care of mine. <laughs> and then you try yeah. to reciprocate. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> just coming from me. <laughs> and, and I mean, and I, you can, as an attachment type, you can really feel that. Um, yeah. in a way that's very, especially if you have a 
I mean, my mom is a two. It feels very tempting. And then there's, and, and may, I'm sure there are plenty of times I gave into it. And then there are times where it's like that denial of personhood is so strong. I can't do it any longer. Mm. And then the, and then I reject, right? In the way that she's been trying to avoid this whole time. <sighs> Dark town. Yeah, it's just like a, it just feels like, you know, this is not, I mean, none, none of these things are real stories, right? And to see how invested I am in this story and how reflexive it is, um, or how imprisoned I am to this story. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's, it's extremely self-protective. You know, you try to tell yourself, oh, I'm, I don't care. It's like, oh, no, you do care. Like, you've set yeah, it up yeah. so that you never care. So it'd be interesting to sort of like unpack that and look at, you know, what would it look like if I wasn't setting things up this way? And, uh, you know, I guess the, the experiences I've had the last few years, like even just like expressing how I feel to someone without setting anything up, without hedging my bet, you know, hedging my bets or anything like that, just a pure heart stream of like, and of course that's even that is still kind of, playing into the rejection thing because it's it's so over the top and so I've, i'm recognizing how like you can do it do it in such a way that you kind of make it so that the other person is unlikely to re to reciprocate it so that's it's still there but even trying to do that for me is a huge deal um like these heart opening sort of expressions that's that's completely out of bounds for the rejection game that i'm playing saying yes to love but even still, I'm still seeing how all those, all those, uh, what I thought were heart opening experiences were still shaped by a possession dynamic. So now I like, I have to go back to the drawing board and, and see what does it look like when you actually risk being hurt? Well, I think one thing too is, um, for the rejection type, people around the rejection type are seeing things about the rejection type that are not just the offering or whatever we're calling it, they're not just a thing, and they're seeing mm. qualities of them. Like, you know, there's, there's ways to see a person. Yeah. And they might still be tied up in offering because we're all offering something to each other all the time. You know, like sure. our type is our offering and all that kind of shit. But uh, in a, this is so cheesy, but like in a sense that there's, there, there's some of that stuff more available. Connection's not always on the narrow terms that, all our personalities trying to make them be on you know so like if somebody pays you a compliment for example like rejection types have a way of like eat, like that doesn't hit at all like <laughs> you know <laughs> like someone someone for example in a chat says something that touches you and it's like what do i what do i what do i do <laughs> you know, where like, do i put that <laughs> where do i put that well you know you don't really need to like put it anywhere it's just like it's just there and it's right. there to just like kind of mm -hmm. Like it's it's kind of just uh, a mysterious artifact in the ether rather than something to you know like, to do something with. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think for me, again, having thought a lot about this from an attachment perspective, I guess there's two things that come to me. You know, the first is sometimes it's easier to inhibit the automatic versus 
choosing to do something else. Mm. And so, you know, for me, I was thinking about, I mean, I get such a bodily sensation of flatness when I bump up against a an area that a rejection type doesn't want to go into. I mean, it just, I, I, I feel in my body the the blankness of the wall. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it feels very flat. Mm. And so I, I, I imagine that there is some bodily sensation of numbness or disassociation or flatness that's occurring before the rejection action takes place. Yes. And so for me, that would be one thing I would suggest to rejection types is to become very curious and attuned to that bodily sensation and to catch it before acting. And I'll say for me, the attachment one was, I mean, it's, it was a feeling of cloyingness. Mm. Like that was the cloying, like this, like kind of like treacly, like the reaching, like clingy kind of like, Mm. I could feel that, Mm -hmm. like it felt like tentacles, like coming out of my body in a way that I hadn't like really experienced. And I'll feel that That's reaching for something outside to hold on to, to secure myself with. And mm. that has become like the body signature for me of, okay, something's going on here that's probably not real. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's one thing I would say is that body thing. And then I think the second thing is, I think one for me, like the big lesson has been to not do something instead, but just to do less. Yeah. Mm. And actually sitting there, like the capacity to just sort of sit and wait and see what arises after the automatic habit has first come up and then it's been ignored or inhibited. Mm-hmm. Sort of trusting that in that brief moment, I'm there as a person, and yeah. I just have to actually be. The idea of relating, and this is we all get conf- right, like we, it, it's it's often just being there with someone and being with what, whatever they say and whatever happens to come out of your mouth. Soaking in the juices, <laughs> the being juices. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing you said about locating the sensation because the feeling the rejection wall come up, I need to find language around what it feels like, but on the extreme end, it does feel like I'm out of my body. I'm not here. You're not talking to me. The person you're talking about has nothing to do with me. It just feels like we're not even on the same continent. Um, it can feel like, what am I even doing here? I can't even remember why I gave a fuck about this. Like it can feel like a sudden, like I just got ripped away from that whole existence. And I was in, this is like a, another life. And, uh, then I have to come back from that (laughs) and like, sort of like convince myself that no, you shouldn't pack up everything and leave immediately or, you know, just cut this off or whatever. So that sensation of defaulting back to being cut off feels very um 
when it hits me, that's what it feels like. It feels like I was just completely ripped, ripped out from what I was experiencing. And I was watching myself in that experience. And then I have to come, I have to decide to go back into being in that, that experience. And so it always feels like that's always an option that I don't have to be here. I don't have to be touched by this. How would you distinguish that from like a nine going away? When, when nines dissociate, at least in my impression, um, the way I see or I feel the rejection wall versus the nine not being there, it still feels like it's like they're dispersing. It's like a, a cloud that's, that's dispersed, but it's still there. It's very much there, but it's like you can't really grab onto anything. Whereas the way rejection types feel to me, even as a rejection type, is that um, it feels like an absence. Like it feels mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. now you're talking into a cave, like there's nothing. <laughs> like literally, it does feel like there's nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and, you know, I've felt myself, you know, being in situations where it feels like there are different degrees of my being here that others can feel like I can be in a full on conversation and it doesn't feel like anything the person's saying matters. And that seems to change depending on the person. And so like, even with fives there, I do feel that more overtly with some, with fives where it doesn't feel like they're there, not the way that nines are dispersing. It's like, there's a detachment on an essential level. Like That's hard to explain, but it, it really doesn't feel like you're making any contact. Whereas nines, you, it's like you're making contact. There's just not anything solid that you can grab onto. When you try to grab onto something, it just dissipates. But there's someone there. Nine is like uh, a field of being that isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a paradox, you know, yeah. thing where it's, it's like... space. It's the whole field of being but the whole field of nothing at the same time or something. When I'm... You, uh, like, rejection feels more like a hole has appeared now. Like, there's a... Yeah. Know, there's a gap yeah. here now, and... Yeah. I guess I, I feel like... I feel the boundary in the wall yeah. in the rejection types right. that I don't... And I don't feel the boundary in the nine with the disassociation. It's the... So that it's both of those things. Yeah, I, it's like uh, it's like being in some kind of gel, and when you like grab, like you reach your arm out to grab the gel, and then like the yeah. thing you're supposed to grab just slips out, and goes behind you. Yeah, and yeah. Like this, and that's like nine. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, like, um, yeah, with rejection, I'll be on the side of a certain wall, and then I'll like recognize, like, oh, this is what this is right now. I just have to wait till this is over. <laughs> you know, like, you, I have to get out of this. Like, yeah, you know what like, it is? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you're in. It's like a wall that only has, like, a couple uh, holes of access. And so the rejection type is going to speak to you when they're available through this hole. And, yeah, this one, like, you know, there's a wall and there's this hole. And you can only talk to the rejection type when their, their head pokes out of that hole. But then you want to talk to them. Maybe you move to another side of the wall. And it's like, uh, you're just getting wall because you, they're not accessible at that, you know, yeah. like, let's say like a, a full person is just, there's no wall there. You can talk to, you can move around, you can talk and, but the rejection type is only accessible through certain parts of 
the wall. <laughs> yeah, it's like I know nobody can see me that's listening. But it's kind of like this. They're screaming at you through this little thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just and you just get these aggressive mouth coming. You know, yeah. and, and, and and you're just like, God, okay, yeah, it's yeah. blow blowtorch. I'm super glad we got the video just so we could do that. <laughs> but it does capture that possessive, yeah. that tsunami, that pouring, the spilling, yeah. the like, the taking, the pounding, like all of that like language of like, it's got like such a small yeah. channel to go through to feel the person. Mm -hmm. It's super, super intense. Yeah. Because and there the is this. Because ahead. the aperture is small, then the force coming out is greater. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I really do feel this, like, just let me sweep you away with this. Like, mm -hmm, just buy mm -hmm. this story, you know? Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Alexander and I are in this uh, chat and with a bunch of people, and there's an eight in there. And mm -hmm. Alexander jokes that it's waking the baby up because he just starts start shit. And just oh, yeah. doesn't stop until it's it's like a it's like waiting for the baby to go to sleep because he's just like <laughs> just going 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 everything is yeah. just fuel for the fucking with people stuff and then yeah. it's like you know but at the same time even though he this person is saying stuff that's extremely provocative and offensive and like yeah you know stuff that no, no one else could get away with uh because it's just this this wall everybody just kind of like. Oh, right, he's whatever. doing that thing again. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he'll just say, like, the, the, like some nasty personal stuff, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't kind of get under your skin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just a, right. a cartoon, you know? It just... It's like, all right, like, you just got to tire himself out. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you can see how, like, how one note, because it's like, mm. um, my entire personhood is on this thing, so you can become very one track one note uh personality over time because you know Pete, you, you've just doubled down on a few specific things uh so that's why it feels so inflexible or other people might experience rejection types as inflexible because they're super invested and what makes those these offerings so potent is that the rejection type has really doubled down and specialized and so you come back five years later and it's still like yeah i still only care about these couple things and they've probably narrowed down even more <laughs> than the mm, yeah. last time yeah because in, or, in order for it to be potent to become more potent i have to specialize i have to continue to specialize because the next time you come back i've got to have something even more specific and more potent than the last time which means i gotta go even deeper than i was before yeah, I mean, for me, this wall, the fl the blankness of the reject, I f and then the and I can feel the slippery quality of the attachment types, like kind of the it's like feels very watery, the yeah. eel like, and then the frustration, it's like the vroom vroom, you know, like that <laughs> revving the engine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pain. There's not enough pain here. <laughs> <laughs> But I do think that they're like those body, I think those body cues are really important mm -hmm. in terms of, I would think, typing. Oh, yeah. They are also. very. <laughs> well, Not that I would people. know. Yeah, but, you wouldn't know anything right. about that. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Well, what I was going to add to what you were saying earlier about the body stuff is I think that uh, like rejection types that want to work with this stuff need to like first spend some time getting familiar with the absence like because i think that some rejection types could be like i don't do that or you know i'm not blank or whatever you know all this kind of shit or yeah. whatever 
because it's painful to see it and to admit, and it does challenge the uh, habitual organization of the self. But let's like spend some time like really absorbing and like feeling like, oh, this is this is where the absence is. This is where the blank. And just like getting familiar with it, and then when you can hold it for long enough, then I think like inviting, you know, what you said, Courtney, trust of okay, like it feels absent but i can like have a, like a leap of faith mm. that maybe it's not totally absent for other people and i can even fucking check in with other people and get mm-hmm. their invite you know open that little ap- aperture just a little <laughs> bit more be like what do you think <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well because i do think the hopefulness is this is your self concept but this is not who you are yeah and if I re- walked around and recorded you all day long, she would love, I know, uh, <laughs> we would feel your heart. Yeah. We would see your heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Emika's is quite easy to pick up, despite his... Uh, <laughs> no, I got a red, red day. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer rising, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's always weird when people uh, observe things about me that, you know, I'm a fully formed human being and my sort of reaction to that is kind of like, it's, it feels weird because, um, oh yeah, that's really cool to, I guess, to see, oh, people are seeing me as a full person. To sort of step out of like, oh, it's it's what you're bringing, that cynical sense that it's it's what you're bringing when people can actually see my full humanity. Uh, and I wonder just like how much social blind makes that even worse. I'd be interested to, well, at least, you know, from what I could tell from Jesse's interviews, even as a social type, there's that sense of like wanting connection, but only seeing connection through this little hole, <laughs> this little limited hole that we might be able to approximate connection. So it does seem like it's really not just a social blind thing. It's more specifically a rejection thing. I think there's something also, and I think you spoke about it at different points. You know, I was sort of talking about that zone in which rejection gets activated before there's been pain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this sort of vigilance around we're getting dangerously close to the territory where I've been hurt in the past that, that I don't want to admit. And so let me get out ahead of it. And then when something does land that is hurtful, there's this just immediate, like, kind of never again. Yeah. Like, and so I do think I can imagine that for rejection types, and I think you have spoken about this, there is a re-engagement with things that happened long ago. Mm. That is part of the process. Yeah. Because the strategy, as the aperture gets opened, it's going to, it's going to make it hard, Mm -hmm. right? Is that's going to get reignited. Yeah. Mm. Old stuff is going to come up. That's probably why that won't make any sense. That won't make any sense. That's why that that breathwork session, like, in order for me to have a fuller contact with myself, then the things that I cut off from a long time Mm. ago, half that maybe I didn't process. Mm. This is something I learned after I had my first bad breakup because generally most things are easy to cut off from, but that one was so painful that I couldn't do that. And it, it took like over a year to get over. And so it kind of taught me like you kind of aggressively have to deal with the pain 
instead of cutting off from it because it never it's you're gonna have to deal with it at some point and so i've gotten better at just like just being hurt mm. just allowing myself to be hurt mm-hmm. like i actually have mm. to allow myself to be hurt because just cutting off from it just means that i'm delaying or spreading out the being hurt um and sort of comes up in some kind of fucked up way uh and so yeah that's been a big one I forgot also, it's reminding me that part of that tsunami analogy that I was using, it's almost sort of like, how do I connect with you as a full person without having to risk pain? Mm, Yeah. It's like, I don't want (laughs) to have to go, like, let me just bowl you over and have the connection be so big in this area that I don't have to risk opening this other side of myself and still experience fullness, still experience (laughs) a feeling of complete connection without having to go to the spot where i could be hurt yes and so i'm trying to get it without the risk yeah and that's why i'm so insistent on let me seduce you let me over abstract you over with how powerful this is Mm -hmm. so that we can all just forget that part yeah it's like the eighth thing of being over provocative and getting the validation of seeing people react to that. It sort of gives you validation that I'm a person. If I can just set everybody mm-hmm. on fire, mm-hmm. Um, then cool. You know, I don't have to touch the opposite part. So I'm just going to go hard in setting, starting as many fires as I can. I mean, people don't, it's funny, you know, people, all the controversies surrounding us and people being upset and mad about the group. I don't think people actually realize how much that's really food for my soul. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's literally yeah, well, validating that it's right. like there's so many people out there that I've never spoken to that are literally, like, mad as fuck for this or that reason. So it's, it's playing into the sort of eight thing of, just the more people get mad at Trump or whoever, it's like that's really validating to an eight because it's like, oh, my personhood is activating something out there. None of this is touching me because I'm just the activator of some controversy or whatever, or you know, contributing to a controversy. So it's it's very validating to the eight structure. Something, uh, you know, um, we were talking about reclaiming the pieces that have been cut off. Another thing about that, especially, I'm saying this you know, given Emika your interest in like relationships and stuff like this is like, it's like you get, you cut off part off and then you go into the next relationship, even less of a person. Yes. And so you're going to like be attracted to people who are not going to take, who are going to be into you maybe in a big way, but into you as less of a person, Mm. you know? And it's like, Mm. you're, you're more of that honed in function so it's like oh man i love the function and then you try to expand outside of the function and then it's like hey what the fuck is this right and so part of for for rejection types is they've they've trained people or they've they've presented themselves uh to others in such a way where it's i'm just the function Mm. and so to be able to ensure that future relationships and things like that uh don't just take me to be a cartoon I have to reclaim those pieces because it's like that. If I reclaim those pieces, those pieces that, that that can be hurt. Yes. It's like then I'll be with somebody that can actually hurt me, mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. meaning 
somebody that can actually I can actually like really be touched by and care about. And uh, Alexander's been reading this book about like uh, pain and and suffering called Bittersweet or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what was it, baby? Something about uh, who you who you love is who you suffer for or something. Yeah. Mm. The star of the show. I mean, it's essentially that. It's the whole premise is that suffering comes from longing, and longing comes from love. So, mm-hmm. if you are suffering for somebody, it is inherently because you love them. And so, if you're not willing to suffer for them, there's a lack, of, like inherent care there. Mm. You know, or at least that's like the sold, mm-hmm. like thing. Yeah. No, that's good. Rejection types trying to get into a relationship where they can't be hurt. Meaning they can't be in a relationship. Yeah. And in a full and, way at least. And to your point, um, Courtney, that that everyone has this sort of function in them, but it's more true for rejection types, you know, sort of like uh you know, some of these like right wing dudes who say, Oh, I I prefer someone who's not been in too many relationships or uh, someone who because it's like the more relationships you've had the more heartbreaks you've had, the more shut down a heart is. And so the less likely a person is or less capacity someone has to actually deeply, deeply connect with someone. And that's really true for rejection types because it's like, never again, if you hurt me one way, I, my, my personality structure is set up in a way that to make sure it doesn't happen again, which means a couple of years goes by, I'm more protected than I was the last time you met me. And even just like running this group, that's very true. Like when we first started the group, we were very naively engaging with everyone. And of course, horrible things happened, drama, and we were forced to disengage and not spend as much time engaging with people day to day. There had to be some level of distance because people are going to have their reactions. And every year that goes by, there's even more and more of a distance. And now it's more that we create the content that people engage with, but we're not necessarily spending as much back and forth time or not at all, pretty much not at all. So you can see how over time to prevent these crazy things from happening, you have to maintain a wall. And so for rejection, it's very much the dynamic of the, of the personality structure is to over time just shut down any possibility of any sort of hurtness hurt hurt repeating itself which i guess the the thing that's been really cool the last five years is that i've really tried to go in the opposite direction it's like i've been like you know i want to be in love and that's a very risky thing and to put your heart on the line is a fucking risky thing but it's actually really exhilarating (laughs) I mean, it feel, nothing else feels more alive than that, to, like, put it on the line. Um, but it's actually, it's really fucking scary. And what's more scary than that? Not to say that I've achieved anything, or, but it's trying to go in that direction has been pretty cool. I'll say, as a uh, wet blanket heart type, uh, <laughs> despite being with a steel wall rejection type and a very dissipating uh, nine over here, uh, <laughs> You two fellas are the two fellas that I can be most uh, in my heart with. So, fuck y'all. <laughs> I don't know where to put that, John. I don't know where to put that. 
<laughs> yeah, that just went into the cloud of my being. I'm not sure where it is now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do with what you just said, John. <laughs> no, like you said before, John. Uh, there's definitely that heart activation thing that happens around you for sure. Yeah, so big time. I feel that big time. Yeah. I mean, you know that the only you're the inspiration <laughs> for me being like, oh wow, this is actually a thing I, I can do. Mm-hmm. I can, I, I can actually, <laughs> you know, be in my heart. So, like, you're a living example of something that I know is possible. Even though I know your heart type, it's like I can at least move ten percent. I can do ten percent, John. Love you, guys. Love you. Love and you, you too, Courtney. And Alexandra. <laughs> Love you, Courtney. Love you, Courtney, even though you can't type. <laughs> we love you, Courtney, but can't type. <laughs> yeah, there was the little rejection piece. <laughs> my, 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 heart, my heart's not that open. It's not that open. It's not complete if, unless you spice it up with the little rejection. <laughs> she said, don't stop, just do less. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> hilarious people actually need to hear it to talk about this stuff because in most people's minds they have to set up as this like interpersonal relationship expert yeah and in some ways the way they come across is to give you the impression that they are that's what they're trying to convince you that they're doing which is part of what makes people so upset about twos is once you realize what they're actually doing versus what they appear to be doing It'd well, that's also for- part of the reason why they're never going to admit it, right? I mean, like already, like it pierces the self-concept. Mm-hmm. It punctures it. Right. In a way that would be really hard. I mean, it's this catch-22. It's going to be really hard. And that's the, import- the really important core thing that he revealed in that interview. He's like, this is what I had to see. Like, And most twos, if not all twos, aren't going to be able to see this because the personality is invested in making sure that I'm just a source of all love and, and selfless love to not see this ulterior motive. I'm like, that's the, that's the problem. That's why you can't, how many can't really interview twos because they're going to give you this bullshit of how much they, they're just a source of love and everything. Like, can I actually have a real conversation with the two? I know we're winding down. It was super helpful for me to listen to that. Like us, like thinking about how you coach a two, because for me, it's like cognitively, once you see the hypocrisy, for me, that's very motivating. Like, yeah. Fuck. Like, I say this, yet I'm doing this. Like, that internal inconsistency drives me bananas. Yep. And so my starting point is like, if I just tell you what you're up to, that'll start it going. And that's just not true. Yeah. So, no, it's, it's, it'd be really helpful if he could come on here and articulate that because... We don't give very many twos, and so that, that means rejection types don't really, and eights don't really come forward and talk about themselves, and fives, you know. So you don't really get a, a chance to really find out what rejection types are up to. There are not that many of them, and they're not really, really putting themselves out there to be touched. No, it's back to the whole vulnerability thing. So. I thought you've been really open, Emika. Thank you. Yeah. Really open. <laughs> For sure. I'm serious. It's been like a big gift. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I received that compliment. You did. <laughs> you did. 
Now sit with that for a moment. <laughs> oh, sit with that, yeah. Be with that. Be with that. <laughs> okay. Talk to you later. All right, All right guys. Thanks, okay. Courtney. Bye. Yeah, Bye. thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.